previously on Too Old to Date. Yo, do you want to come with me to Charleston for my birthday in a couple weeks? What? Why Charleston? It just got listed as a top destination for bachelorette parties, so I feel like chicks are going to be flocking down there. I don't sing, I don't dance, you won't track here anymore. Bradley, 34, deboards an airplane in Charleston, South Carolina. Kyle, 28, who had been sitting a few rows ahead of him, waits in the terminal. Gotta love the South. What's up? I burned through every J-Swipe profile within 50 miles before the plane even got to the gate. Get off J-Swipe. All those girls are going to be looking to get hitched. That's not what we're here for. Kyle, J-Swipe is not just for finding a wife. Jewish girls actually like me, so I can use it the same way that I use Tinder. In New York, maybe, but not here. The girls on J-Swipe here see a new guy, and they see a new marriage prospect, because there aren't a lot of your fellow Jews down here. Okay, that's actually a fair point. I'll switch it up. I'm already messaging with four girls. Why, you work fast. This is nothing. By the time we get to lunch, I want to have a bigger field to choose from. Choose for... For who we're going to have to show us around tonight. Can't we just figure out our own plan? There's like four burger joints I want to hit up. We'll definitely hit up burger places this weekend. I fully plan on using your blog to pick up women. That's pretty much all it's good for these days. Perfect. This is a full-blown bachelorette party city, so we shouldn't have much of a problem. I feel like we'd have less of a problem if Dylan or any of your other friends actually came along. I actually think we'll be better off. How do you figure? If we meet up with a bachelorette party, we won't have enough people to wing in on interference on the women we don't want. Hmm. True. I think we'll be okay, though. Let's target women in their late 20s. Okay, I'm just gonna match with whoever comes up. Also, I'm starving. Can we get a burger? If you target women in their late 20s, we can get a burger. Meanwhile, Michael, 36, and Rebecca, 34, lie together in the Sheep's Meadow area of Central Park. Michael sits with his back against a tree, while Rebecca reads with her head in his lap. Oh my god, this book is so good. Which one is that? It's called Comfort Woman. I've not heard of that one. It's about this woman in Korea that was forced into being a sex slave for the Japanese soldiers during World War II. Oh my god, that sounds awful. Yeah, it is. It was this whole system organized by the Japanese army, and now they're completely denying it ever happened. There isn't much information about it, since the women are too ashamed to admit it. This book is being told from the perspective of the woman's daughter. She's just now telling her story after like 60 years. I did a little research on the side, and it turns out that this happened to like 400,000 Asian women during the war. Okay, that all sounds horrific. I mean, I guess I knew that the Japanese pillaged and plundered or whatever during the war, but I didn't know it was that institutionalized. Oh, you should read this when I'm done. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Why? I don't know. When I read, it's usually something a little more lighthearted, like a Harry Potter book or something. Never read them. You've never read a Harry Potter book? Never seen the movies either. Huh. See, this surprises me, because you're a couple years younger than I am, and I figured it would be big with your age group. No, it was. It's not that. It's just... I don't know. I didn't really partake in the pop culture stuff when I was younger. Really? Yeah. I was never allowed to watch TV or anything like that. My mom would make me and my siblings do homework and practice the piano. We had a reading time, too, but we were only allowed to read the classics. So you never watched TV growing up? Well... That's not exactly true. On Saturday mornings, I would get up like super early and sneak downstairs and watch my favorite movie, Under Siege. The Steven Seagal movie? Yeah. I used to be in love with Casey Ryback. Who? That's the name of the character. Did you see it? I thought I did. I guess I don't remember anything but Steven Seagal being in it. 
Okay, so there's Casey Ryback. He used to be a Navy SEAL, but then um, he was scarred. He was scarred, like, emotionally? Yeah. Like, he was a Navy SEAL, and he had a breakdown or something, so he stopped being a Navy SEAL, but he was still in the Navy, so he took this job as a chef on a naval ship. How does a ship become under siege? Tommy Lee Jones is like a crazy man with Gary Busick. I'm sorry, Gary Busick? Yeah, Gary Busick and Tommy Lee Jones are crazy men, and they want to, like, steal all the missiles from the boat because they're so angry. Why are they so angry? Because they were scorned. They were scorned. Yeah, scorned. They were like scorned ex-military guys who want to blow things up. This sounds like the plot to The Rock. It's a lot like The Rock. Anyway, basically, they take control of the boat, and Casey Ryback is in the kitchen, and they don't think they need to go there because they are only worried about locking up all the soldiers. All the good guys. But Casey Ryback is so smart. He's like, something's wrong. But eventually, some bad guys do come into the kitchen, and Casey Ryback turns the microwave into some kind of bomb and blows that up. He knows how to turn a microwave into a bomb? He knows how to do everything. I mean, he basically single-handedly takes down the entire boat full of bad guys by himself. Well, this one woman is helping him. She was like a stripper that was flown in, and they were like, we're going to have this big party. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a stripper there? Wait, what? (laughs) That part's a little fuzzy to me because my dad always made me close my eyes when she was doing the stripping, but I do remember Jordan popping out of this cake. Just Jordan. She doesn't get the last name? Oh, I only remember Casey Ryback. But not Jordan, just Jordan. No, Casey Ryback was so special. Okay. So she pops out of this cake and she has huge boobies. And I think she's like, and I think she still had underwear on. Anyway, she pops out and is dancing. And that's when everyone is distracted when Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busick land on the boat and start shooting. And they're like, we're in charge here. Whoa. But they ignore her and they ignore Casey Ryback at first. So they team up. He gives her a gun, and they go around the boat, and they beat all the bad guys. So she helps him. I mean, not really. She's just eye candy. Casey Ryback could have done it all on his own. In Charleston, Bradley and Kyle dine on cheeseburgers and drink beer at a well-known restaurant. I cannot believe how many matches I've gotten in such a short amount of time. I think when you enter a new geographic area, you might get bumped up to the front of the line on these things. Yeah, that's got to be it. I never get this level of attention on the apps back at home. Maybe I should just stay down here permanently. I bet it would dry up pretty fast. Plus, no Jews for you down here. Yeah, but there are downsides to dating up in New York that might outweigh the benefit of all the Jews up there for me. Like, okay, so this past year, I've been rejected by a shit ton of women. Sure, but you've also rejected a lot of them. Yeah, but like, you don't think about the women that you've rejected. You only think about the ones who've rejected you. And I feel like I'm starting to see reminders of all the girls who've rejected me all over the place. Like what? So last year I went out with a girl who was a VP of this huge media company, and I thought that was really cool because I already subscribed to their newsletter. I think I got on it because they were offering some sweepstakes, but their content was cool, so I never unsubscribed. And then I liked her, but she rejected me, and I didn't unsubscribe. I didn't even think about it, but now I get, like, multiple daily reminders of her. Come on, do you really think about this chick every time you get a new email from them? Well, okay, I wasn't, honestly, but she just showed up on my hinge again, and it reminded me of her. So now, yes, those emails do remind me of her. I get it, but who gives a shit? If you lived in a small town, then you'd also have to worry about running into people who rejected you all the time. That hardly ever happens at home. Yeah, but I feel like people don't get rejected in smaller towns. They just settle down. They don't just settle down. They settle, and that sounds terrible. Uh, uh, What's your match situation right now? Uh, A lot of girls telling me they don't want to be my tour guide. Very few bachelorettes. What about you? I think I have something. Check it out. She's cute. But she's outside of the target age range. Fuck the target age range. Okay, but she's way outside. 43 is old. 
It's not that old for me. It's 15 years older than me. Let's roll with it and see what happens. No reason to be afraid of someone older. I think she has kids. So? She's down to meet up. She's not going to bring her kids. Right, but her pussy might be blown out. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm just saying. Stop saying. She says she's like half a mile from here with her friends, and we're going to meet up with them. I'm down, but I'm just saying. Blown out pussies. Fucking stop. In Central Park, Rebecca continues the saga of Casey Ryback. So then, Casey Ryback kills Tommy Lee Jones, gets on a plane to shoot one of the nuclear weapons, and then deactivates another one just in time so it doesn't blow up Honolulu. Okay, so I definitely don't remember seeing this movie. And I gotta be honest, I didn't know I was dating such a Casey Ryback superfan here. Redefines the whole relationship for me. You know, I was just thinking the same thing. I mean, I haven't thought about him in a long time. I'm not sure I can keep doing this. You, sir, are no Casey Ryback. Now I have to worry about you running off with some Navy chef? I thought we were exclusive here. Wait, you want to be exclusive now? What? You just said we were exclusive. Oh, no, no, I was just I was just goofing around. I, I didn't mean we were, like, actually exclusive. Yeah, I mean, we never talked about it. No, I mean, I don't think we need to talk about it yet. I was just, I don't know, I was just trying to be funny. Do you think we should talk about it? No. I mean, I just thought that since we didn't talk about it yet that we weren't exclusive. Have you been dating other guys? Well, I mean... We didn't talk about it. Are you still dating? Are we talking about it now? Is this is this us talking about being exclusive? I mean, I, I think so. Well, okay, to be honest, I haven't really given it much thought. I mean, I enjoy spending time with you. I've been uh, enjoying it a lot, actually. And I just, I'm just i just trying to like stay in the moment with it a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't think that we need to have this talk right now. I think we can just keep enjoying the moment. Let's just, so we can just keep doing that for now. Yeah, sure. So we can just shelve this conversation. Yeah, Mike. Cool. So I guess that's that. I'm sorry, that was awkward. I'm really terrible at these conversations. I guess that wasn't that good, huh? Yeah, no, that was not good. Or even really a conversation. I mean, it wasn't the worst though, right? Okay, well, let me just put it this way. Casey Ryback would have handled it way better. That evening... Bradley and Kyle mingle with Summer, 43, Carol Ann, 42, and a group of their similarly aged friends at a crowded bar. Bradley has just returned from the lavatory to find Carol Ann sitting alone with Kyle at the bar. Where'd Summer go? I think Jari and Hope were feeling a bit jealous that they weren't getting as much attention from you boys as Summer and me, so Summer went outside to say goodbye to them. That's too bad, they were cool. You better give Summer all your attention, hun. She's sweet on you. Does that mean you're sweet on me? Don't push your luck, lover boy. You need to slow your roll with me. Dude, I love the way these girls talk. Your accents are great. Caroline rolls her eyes as Summer returns to the bar. Is she okay? Yeah, she's fine. She says she has to pick up Parker early tomorrow morning and wanted to have a quiet night. Bullshit. Never stopped her from staying out before. Not my problem. So boys, what's next on the agenda? You tell us. You're the area veterans. Hun, you shouldn't call an older woman a veteran under any circumstances. Oh, you mad at me now? Oh, I couldn't be mad at that mug. Caroline slaps Kyle on the knee. Let's give these two lovebirds a little privacy. You don't have to ask me twice. Caroline and Kyle walk away from the bar. So, what else do I need to know about you, Mr. Bradley? I don't love being called Bradley. (laughs) I'll call you whatever I want. Tell me something real. Mmm, can you ask me something more specific? Sure. You're in Charleston, just looking for somebody to have a good time with for the weekend. But what are you looking for when you're in New York? 
I'm not sure. I was in a relationship, or, or rather, went from relationship to relationship basically my entire adult life. And then a year and a half ago, I got dumped. Well, that's like putting it lightly. I got dumped, and I've been single ever since. And to be honest, I don't even remember what it is that kept me so desperately in relationships in the first place. Hmm. So you're happy being a bachelor? I mean, I get lonely sometimes. And then there's things like, there was a concert I really wanted to go to a couple weeks ago, and I didn't have anyone to go with, and that sucked. Now I'm like going to shows like that alone. Why didn't you just go with Kyle? Kyle's kind of a new friend. Uh, I'm pretty close with this other dude, but we were never like concert friends. And that's all sort of irrelevant now because he's climbing Girlfriend Mountain and I've seen it before. We'll probably not hang out as much anymore. Men are so dumb. All my friends have been married and divorced and married again and divorced again. And we never missed a beat. What are you looking for? You knew we were tourists, but you still met up with us. Yeah, but y'all are adorable. Didn't really answer my question. I match with boys on Bumble all the time. I'm not always trying to meet a man. And the pickings down here sometimes get pretty slim. Yeah. Am I the first Jew you've ever met up with? What? No, my ex is a Jew. I have three Jewish kids. For real? That's cool. Yeah, I have a thing for y'all. Clearly. Clearly. You're here for your friend's birthday. How old is he? He looks a lot younger than you. He's a little younger. He's turning 29 tomorrow. Where do you think they went? No idea. But you're staying nearby, right? Yeah. Well, I think we should sneak out of here and go back to your hotel before they get the same idea. I like the way you think. Bradley and Summer walk back to the hotel. As they approach the door to Bradley's hotel room, they hear noises coming from inside. Shit. I think they beat us. Oh my god, would you listen to that? Fuck. That sucks they got here first. I mean, I guess it's his birthday, so he deserves the room. Don't you have a key? Yeah. So let's go in. Are you serious? Yeah, come on. Bradley unlocks his room. Summer rushes through the door and turns on the lights. All right, perverts. I need an iPhone charger. Who's got one? Kyle and Caroline quickly cover their nude bodies with a bedsheet. Oh my god! Brad, did you bring back any food? I want pizza. This boy won't stop talking about pizza. What did we interrupt? Oh my goodness, look at the handprints on the sliding door. Caroline, you finally did it. Finally did it? She said she always wanted to get fucked up against a balcony window where people might see. I'm a lady. Don't use that language when you talk about me. So, no pizza? No. Can we go get pizza? You want pizza now? Shut up and come here. Oh my. Turn off the lights, dude. Bradley turns to Summer. So we should go. I live 30 miles from here. There's nowhere to go, hon. Turn off the light. What? There are two beds. Turn off the lights and come to bed. Turn off the light. Jesus Christ. Too Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Additional voices this episode were provided by Emily Cratter, Aaron Gottlieb, Stephanie Boyd, and Claire Olber. Our theme music is Loveless by GoGo Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation will help us make more shows and pay for more dates.